0: Coming up on 5-Minute News Virus used as excuse to dismantle democracy Captain of aircraft carrier pleads for help And Trump to roll back Obama-era clean car rules In huge blow to climate fight It's Wednesday, April 1 I'm Anthony Davis. Since Serbia's president, Aleksandar Vucic, announced an open-ended state of emergency on March 15, parliament has been sidelined, borders shut, a 12-hour police-enforced curfew imposed, and people over 65 banned from leaving their homes, some of Europe's strictest measures to combat the COVID-19 pandemic the Serbian leader who makes dramatic daily appearances issuing new decrees has assumed full power, prompting an outcry from opponents who say he has seized control of the state in an unconstitutional manner. In ex-communist Eastern Europe and elsewhere, populist leaders are introducing harsh measures, including uncontrolled cell phone surveillance of their citizens and lengthy jail sentences for those who flout lockdown decrees. In times of national emergency, countries often take steps that rights activists see as curtailing civil liberties, such as increased surveillance, curfews and restrictions on travel or limiting freedom of expression. China locked down whole cities earlier this year to stop the spread of the virus, as India did with the entire nation. Amnesty International researcher Massimo Moratti said states of emergency are allowed under international human rights law, but warned that the restrictive measures should not become a new normal. In European Union member Hungary, Parliament on Monday passed a law giving Prime Minister Viktor Orban's government the right to rule by decree for as long as a state of emergency is in effect. Other governments have also adopted extreme measures. In Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu's caretaker government passed a series of emergency executive measures to try to quell the spread of the virus. These include authorising unprecedented electronic surveillance of Israeli citizens and a slowdown of court activity that forced the postponement of Netanyahu's own pending corruption trial. The captain of a nuclear aircraft carrier with more than 100 sailors infected with coronavirus pleaded on Monday with US Navy officials for resources to allow isolation of his entire crew and avoid possible deaths in a situation he described as quickly deteriorating. An unusual letter came from Captain Brett Crozier on board the aircraft carrier Theodore Roosevelt, which has been docked in Guam following a COVID-19 outbreak among the crew of more than 4,000 less than a week ago. This will require a political solution, but it's the right thing to do, Crozier wrote. We are not at war. Sailors do not need to die. If we do not act now, we are failing to properly take care of our most trusted asset, our sailors. In the four page letter to senior military officials, Crozier said that only a small contingent of the infected sailors had been off boarded. Most of the crew remain aboard the ship, where following official guidelines for 14 day quarantines and social distancing is impossible. He asked for compliant quarantine rooms on shore in Guam for his entire crew as soon as possible. The acting Navy Secretary, Thomas Modley, said we have been working the last seven days to move those sailors off the ship and get them into accommodations in Guam. The problem is that Guam doesn't have enough beds right now. A senior officer on board the massive aircraft carrier said between 150 and 200 sailors had tested positive. None had been hospitalised yet, the source said. Crozier said the Theodore Roosevelt could fare even worse than the Diamond Princess cruise ship, as a warship is not designed to provide such individual isolation like guest cabins. The Trump administration is rolling back the US government's strongest attempt to combat the climate crisis, weakening rules which compel auto companies to produce more fuel-efficient vehicles. Critics say the move will lead to more life-threatening air pollution and force Americans to spend more on gasoline. The rollback is one of dozens Trump officials have ushered to completion, seeking to bolster the fossil fuel industry amid intense opposition from Democratic-led states and pushback from world leaders. Donald Trump is expected to laud the new rule as a boost to the US economy, which has been hit by the coronavirus pandemic. His administration says weakening the standards will make cars around $1,000 cheaper, emotionally blackmailing Americans to buy new and safer models more frequently. Consumer Reports wrote earlier this year that while a US Senate report found the cost of a new car under the lower standards would be 977 to $1,083 less, their own analysis found that the average fuel cost over the lifetime of a car would increase by $3,200. That is around $300 billion net loss to consumers from 2021 to 2035. Weakening the standards would also kill about 2,000 more people and cause 50,000 more cases of respiratory illness while making the climate crisis worse. The effects will be even worse on communities near oil processing facilities and highways, often people of color and poorer Americans. You can subscribe to 5 Minute News with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5-Minute.News. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily.